All right, you fucks. I'm back. Hello and welcome to the Really Fun Wow Show. My name is Darren Thomas McGee. Oh my God, are you kidding me that you guys would not get off my ass about this show? Uh, It's been three weeks, 21 days since I've recorded an episode and I'll be honest with you, it's been pretty great to not think about this, to not think about the fact that I somehow put myself into an obligatory place of delivering you weekly content where I talk about God knows what for a half an hour and some of you seem to actually enjoy it and have expressed to me that you miss it and also have expressed if it's something you don't want to do we support you as well and in that I'm like do yeah uh, I still feel obligated and I know it's like I'm you know kind of joking about that I don't really feel obligated I do always want to get to a place where I actually want to do this show Um, I think a big part of my trepidation around it is that I don't prepare. And so to show up each week and really just like pull, pull it out of my ass, it's, uh, it's quite an effort. And as we explored, um, early on in the series, things being pulled or put in asses, uh, is no small feat. So, (laughs) I'm back, uh, maybe just for this week, maybe for forever. Um, Still, after all this time, I'm not exactly prepared. Uh, My mic's requiring adjustment, just a consummate, unprofessional uh, production here. Um, Also, you would think in, in three weeks, living my life, doing what I do, that I would be here just bursting with potential topics and conversations and thoughts and ideas to share with you, but um, no, not at all. So, um, well, it was good checking in with you guys. I'll, <laughs> um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a kind of a you know it's been a a, a full few weeks. Um, a lot of things that I surprisingly enough don't feel comfortable talking about here on the show. Um, you know, it may come as a surprise to some of you, but there are, uh, aspects and areas of my life that I don't talk about openly, publicly, um, because, uh, they're none of your business and, uh, and that, and then that's that. So, um, what I, what I can talk about is my own experience when it comes to being a delicate flower of a man who is highly sensitive and highly affected by the world around him. And uh, specifically speaking, I was recently out for a run and I ran past somebody who uh, I know and met he, uh, I met him a couple of years ago. He moved to town and he reached out to me and said he was a fan of my work. And, um, I ended up dropping some stuff off to his house and we t- chatted for a bit and he's from Buffalo, which is, I don't know if I've ever even mentioned it, but that's, that's kind of where roughly where I grew up, uh, thereabouts. And, uh, so we had that connection and it was just a nice connection. And then, um, 
maybe we'd see each other from time to time in passing, but nothing really at all substantial in terms of, of uh, socializing with each other. So I ran past him and I hadn't seen him in a very long time. And I was like, happy to see him. And I was like, Hey man. And he, and kind of, I was in motion running and, and he was walking in opposite direction and he was just like, Hey, and I, and I, so I like, Oh, okay. I was going to, I had all, all intent to stop and, and chat with him just to catch up. And so I was like, Oh, okay. And just kept running. And wouldn't you know it, my mind is just immediately like not even like giving myself any sort of grace and thinking that uh, I can just let this go and not give this a thought ever again, <laughs> or let's dwell on this a little bit. Let's, uh, let's worry about this. Uh, that was a little bit lackluster, don't you think? Yeah, you know, right, it was. Yeah, shit. Oh, well, oh, I mean, you must have done something wrong. You must have offended him in some way at some point over these past couple of years where you never talked to him. <laughs> But the thing about me and my life and the way that I choose to live it is I have access to people uh, in my immediate space and also people who I have never met and very well may never meet on all parts of the world. And so at any, at any point in the day, I can go onto my social media and say some shit that can either inspire or incite. Um, and I think it kind of often falls, if not in the middle, closer to, this, to the side of inciting. Um, and, you know, I don't do that on purpose. I'm not like a shit starter on purpose, but I start shit because I have opinions and I express them. Um, I'm not going to say that they're right by any means whatsoever. I mean, I'm I don't, maybe that's the nature or definition of an opinion is it's one person's thought. And I try to at least, and I may not succeed in this, but to share it as such, as an opinion, not, um, I, I'm grossly ill-informed when it comes to anything political or, or social, anything. Like I don't feel well-informed about anything enough to talk about it with any sort of authority. So when I share my opinion, it's that it's, here's a thought I am bold and brash and possess enough hubris to express it in a way that, um, I feel some level of confidence doing so. And, and because of that, or in spite of that, I have access to a lot of people. Uh, and you know, I try to, to not say, I definitely don't take that for granted, but I also try not to take or to be conscious of that while also not letting it diminish what I feel like my opinions are. Anyway, it's like a big, it's a whole big thing, you know, to be in the position that I'm in of like, I have a little black mirror in my pocket that I can pull out and just say some shit. So with all that being said, I just imagined, oh, there must have been something in the year and a half, two years, I haven't seen this dude that I shared, that I expressed, that he found objectionable. And therefore that now is, uh, that is now conveyed in the, in the reaction that he's just given me as I passed by him. So all that like happens within half a block as I'm running down the street for, away from him. And of course, you know, what do I do is I 
do exactly what I just said. I go on the internet onto my Instagram platform and I, and I talk about, it. I say, Hey, I just, I just had this thing, just the same thing I just told you. I haven't seen somebody in a while. And, and then I see him and he gives me less than a warm greeting. And I assume that it has something to do with me. Um, and I do that because, because it's true. First of, first of all, and secondly, I find the humor in it at the same time. I'm not going on there like, oh my God, this guy, he, I said hello to him and he didn't say hi back. Like I'm laughing at the fact that my brain is so insecure and my ego is so full of itself that it thinks that I have any, any presence in this person's life beyond the moments we've had as actual interactions, the fact that he supports me and my business and my artwork that, that I play any sort of presence in his life beyond that, that he wakes up every day thinking fucking Darren like that, you know, as I'm sure some of you know, is known as the spotlight effect where we assume everybody's thinking about us when all the time, nobody is. I don't know about all the time, but certainly again, I feel like I increase my odds of having people think about me because I'm so active on social media and because everybody else is so active on social media in a consumptive um, sense that I'm, I'm just like, I'm just giving material away all the time for people to, again, either be inspired by or incited by or just neutral by, I don't know, like maybe it's not just those two things, but, um, so yeah, I just, I've, I've put myself in this unique position of being judged more than most. I think, you know, somebody obviously who's not on like all of my friends back home, like every one of my friends growing up, as far as I know, do not have a social media, not only a social media account, but a social media presence where they are every day putting out something about themselves, sharing something they've created. Like there's just, it just doesn't, that's not their thing. And I, and I have a huge amount of respect for that. And also a certain amount of envy and not that I'm not capable. Like it's not, I don't feel like, <laughs> like poor me. I have a, I have a social media following. I obviously crave it and love it. And at this point I'm addicted to it and couldn't live without it. So, uh, when I say jealous or envious, it's not something that that's a tough word for me because, uh, it denotes, to me, it denotes it's something you can't have that somebody else has, which is just simply not true. I could literally end all of that right now with a couple button presses and, and just delete the app, um, or delete the account. I'm not going to do that by any stretch of the imagination. That sounds horrifying. Um, but I could, but anyway, there, what I'm saying is, uh, they don't suffer quote unquote, the same amount of scrutiny that I do. And again, I'm not, don't, don't, please don't cry for me, Argentina. Uh, <laughs> um, but just, just noticing that, just acknowledging that like, wow, I, I put myself in this position to be so vulnerable to, opinion of people who I don't even know people who again I've never met or may never meet and who just feel compelled and empowered to say shit about me even though they don't know me or they know the version of me that I put out on the internet and and I guess you know kind of considering everything from like a karmic kind of like elevated 10,000 foot view of how much our lives are 
created by our own choosing, you know, like to not take uh, any sort of position of, of blame or victimhood and say everything, good, bad, or indifferent, hopefully everything can be as indifferent as possible so you don't prescribe good or bad to it because then it just means that things are good or bad. But that that it's all it's all my fault. <laughs> um, I should have this more at the ready even because I just thought of it now, but let me see if I can find it. Um, do you guys know Abram Hicks? I don't really know too much about him, her, them. Oh, fuck, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. Um... Should have prepared. Uh, anyway, it was a good quote about. Uh, no, I don't have it. Just basically, again, just kind of like radical responsibility in that accepting whatever is happening in your life right now is your doing. You know, like you did everything. It's it's a um, yes, yeah, a liber for me. It's a liberating position to take to say, yeah, yeah, that thing that happened, that thing that's happening right now, that's pretty fucking horrific, you know, by all, by all definition of the word, you did that. You, you brought that on. You made choices that led you to this. And then you don't have to suffer from it. You can just accept it and, and, and integrate it and do it, live it. You know, there's this, the opposite of that is to resist it and to say like, no, fuck that. I had nothing to do with this. Like, God damn it. You fucking Democrats and <laughs> whoever you, whoever you want to blame, uh, pick your, pick your enemy, pick your enemy. There, there's no shortage of them in the world to, to blame on anything. Everything can be, uh, projected. Everything you experience can be projected onto somebody else and you can give them, and assign them the blame. And what a cushy, cozy life to live, right? To just be like, man, none of this is my fault. It's the fucking goddamn Democrats. <laughs> or, or the conservatives, whoever. Pick your, you know, pick your side. Again, pick your enemy. Um, so for me lately, it's been a lot of that. A lot of, uh, wow, my life from the outside in looks like a goddamn mess. Uh, things seem to be falling apart on a daily basis. And he, I should have taken up drinking again at this point or some kind of heavy drug use uh, to get through this, to numb from it, to uh, just avoid it. But I haven't. Um, I have not avoided it, or maybe I have, I don't know. I guess drugs and alcohol aren't the only way to avoid something. You can just ignore it. You can choose to uh, deny it. Um, and I don't know, is, is acceptance some form of denial? I don't know. I guess maybe I haven't really thought about that because there's, you know, there's like a part of me that's like, I feel like I should be affected more. I feel like I should be, um, reacting to the circumstances that are occurring in a way that like shows the severity of what's happening. And then I'm like, why wait, but, but I'm, but I'm not. So, Oh, am I avoiding it? Or am I so goddamn fucking elevated that it's not touching me? 
probably again, somewhere in between. Um, I don't know. All I know is that, that I have a responsibility in life to not let things bring me down to the degree that I can't provide for myself first and foremost, obviously, you know, like if I, if I'm not well, then I can't take care of anyone else. Um, and so I don't know, there's just this, like, I can't, I just can't roll over and, and cry about it. I can't, I mean, I can cry certainly, but in the, in the confines of therapy and in the places where people can hold space for that, but to like cry generally to the, to the world and, and sort of request empathy or expect people to, um, sort of relate to my experience. Um, I don't know. That's asking a lot. That's asking a lot of, of, of the world outside of myself where, why can't, or should I be able to just possess all of that within myself and have the capacity to, to surrender and to, to accept, um, and not resist. Cause it's just like thinking about, I don't know. I always think of like the river analogy of floating down a river and not wanting to float down the river and you grab onto a rock and the river's pulling you stronger than you're able to pull onto the rock. And so your fingers are bleeding and your arm, the muscle in your arm is getting, is getting torn and, and you're in pain. Um, and instead just accepting the fact that the river is going to take you where it's going to take you and, and you have no say in the matter and you're the one who jumped in the river in the first place. That river, I think this is life in this analogy. And so why are you going to suddenly think that there's, that you possess the ability to reroute the river or, or even get your body to go in a different direction when the river is the river, the river is judgment free. The river is, is going, the river going to do what the river going to do is what, what is what's I always say that, you know, I've always said that if you listen back episodes before you always hear me say the river going to do what the river going to do. It's, it's kind of just my thing. Um, but yeah, I guess, I don't know. Does that make any sense? Does that resonate with anybody? Um, I don't care if it does. I mean, who cares, right? Who cares? That's another one. Who cares? Why do you, why do you care? Why do you care so much about things? Um, to care is to, <laughs> do you remember on the first, I don't know if anybody remembers anything, but, um, first, first few episodes of the show, I was trying to like come up with a format that I could stick to. And, and, you know, obviously like within that play kind of loose and fast with however the show turns out. Um, I keep glancing at the, at the timer and be like, oh, fuck, I got another 10 minutes. Okay. I can do this. Um, I would end the show with, uh, a quote that I just make up at the top, make up off the top of my head. Um, I just, I just thought of that as I was speaking where I'm like, Oh my God, I am, I am literally talking, not literally, I'm metaphorically talking out of my ass right now. Uh, and I have no idea what words are going to come next. Isn't that, isn't that wild? It's, uh, as, as if you don't know all this already, this is, this is completely improvisational. You couldn't write this. You literally could not write this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I don't know. Like I, it is a little bit weird to have gone through, maybe it's not weird at all, to have gone through three weeks without talking to you guys and feel like there's not 
anything to talk about. I think I do need to start crowdsourcing material again. I did that a while back and that was kind of helpful for people to just give me like topics that I can talk about because God, I just feel so, I feel so boring when I come on here where I'm like, what the fuck do you want from me? What, what, what could I possibly offer in this space that you don't already know or that somebody could talk about way better than I could? Um, and so then it brings me back to like, well, why am I doing this? Like, what, it, who, who the fuck am I? Who, where do I get off talking for half an hour? But it, but then you guys say that you like it. I don't get it. Are you sure? Are you just, do you have really bad taste? <laughs> no, of course not. Um, next week I'm going out to Los Olivos, which probably 99% of you don't know where that is, but, uh, it's about two hours from here from where I live and I'm going to run for six hours. Um, (laughs) it always sounds totally insane when I say it out loud. Um, there's a race where it's a timed thing. So you there's a mile and a quarter track and you pick, there's, uh, four options. You can either run for three hours, six hours, 12 hours, or 24 hours. (laughs) So fucking crazy. And I picked the six, you know, it's still absolutely insane, but I just got, as I say, 24 hours, that's madness. And you run around this track for, for a mile and a quarter and you just see how many times you can do it. And that's it. There's no like grand reason, you know, I don't have like a, a, um, a cause that I'm um, raising money for, charity. Uh, There's no real reward for it for me. Probably a little, like a little medal would be nice. Just like a little dangly thing that I can just like hang up in my closet and every now and then pull out and, and be like, oh, look at that. I did that thing. But really it's like, it's a funny place to be where you're in a position to do things that I think most, most of the, of the, population of the world would not willingly opt to run six hours straight. Um, so what compels me to do it? I think there's a sense of accomplishment. There's a sense of, uh, uh, honor that might be too strong of a word, but that there's a feeling of like, holy shit, a sense of accomplishment. Did I say that already? Um, I guess there's not very many reasons why I do it. (laughs) And here are, here are the two reasons, a medal and a sense of accomplishment. And I guess that's why, what else do you need, right? I mean, we are here on this planet for a undetermined amount of time. Um, I hope that's not news to anybody. What? (laughs) And why not do things that you don't think you can do? Uh, there's obviously like a, um, like if I, if I, let me see if this is true. I'm going to say this out loud and see if it feels true. If I couldn't tell anybody that I did this six hour race, I think I would be far less inclined to do it. I think a very big part of the things we do are to tell other people about it and then have them or hope that they react in the way that we want them to. So for me, when I tell people I'm about to do this thing, the reaction that I generally get is like, what? Or like, wow, or why? You know, like some sense of 
of awe or, or uh, surprise or like, wow, I could never do that, you know? And then that puts me in a position of like, oh, okay, you could never do that, but I can. So I'm a little bit better than you, you know, a little sense of superiority never hurts. And, um, yeah, I mean, if I was <laughs> being like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to run, yeah, I'm gonna run six hours next week. And somebody was like, so what? <laughs> like, Oh, okay. Well then I guess it's not as important or cool or, or special as I thought. So I don't want to do it anymore, but it is, uh, it's still such a, I don't know, a novel thing to push our bodies to to a limit to, or to do to a degree that, uh, most won't. Um, yeah. Raining out. I thought it was raining. I mean, who cares, right? Who cares? Oh, laziest podcast on the internet. Um, let's see anything else. Um, been eating a lot of bread. I had a lot of bread today already. I'll probably have a nap after this. <laughs> Aren't you guys so glad I'm back? I, I I will try to get like a piece of paper and write down things to say, like talk about talk about this and see if you can talk about this for five minutes. And then if you do six of those six things to talk about for five minutes, you'll have a you'll have a whole show. Or one topic to talk for about a half an hour. You'll have a show. Um, maybe send me a DM if you have something you want me to talk about. I'm, I'm struggling right now. Um, I'm tired. I'm going to go take a nap. And um, and then, yeah, I don't know, maybe I have some more bread or something. Anyway, um, I hope this, I hope this uh, sustains you for the week. I hope that you're taking care of yourself. Um, this is a fucking long, strange trip we're on. Um, is there anything that's coming up in your life that you're excited about? Is there, um, something you're looking to accomplish that you're working towards? Is there just joy in your everyday life? I mean, that's really it. I mean, it's cool to have stuff to look forward to, but you know, don't do, do it to the degree that you're not appreciating the right now. Like right now, I'm I'm looking forward to um, ending this podcast <laughs> in the in the very uh, immediate f- uh, future here, and then um, yeah, having a little rest and waking up and 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 being back alive again. That's nice to to look forward to. Like yeah, cool. I get to like open my eyes again and and uh, and be alive. So anyway. Um, I love you. That was the really fun wow show. Oh, oh, oh. All right, that's it's we're done. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye.